Absolute Rally. Absolute Rally. Hello everyone, welcome to Absolute Rally, episode 7, season 26, and as promised, we've got a very special guest. Hello Ryan Champion. <laughs> Hello Tony Simpson, what an intro. I know, it's not your, it's, you're not the special guest though, are you? Uh, oh, no, 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 never. that's true. Yeah, absolutely not. Our very special guest this week is Yari Matty Lafala. Welcome to Absolute Rally once again, Yari Matty. Thank you very much. It is great to have you with us. Uh, Ryan has been desperate to speak to you. Um, for, well, probably for about the past six months, but more so, of course, since that amazing safari result. So I'm going to hand you very in the very capable hands of Ryan Champion right now. Yeah, well, the, the last time we had you on, Yari Matti, you had just finished your driving career. You were looking at uh, developing your own team, running your own business. And, and then, of course, things changed slightly so i guess i guess first of all we should we should just reflect on uh, on the last couple of years i mean uh, how have you found that the move into managing one of the best teams in the world yeah it was actually how things have changed it's been yeah it's been pretty incredible that in the end of 2019 uh, when my driving carry ended in the world level 2020 was a bit of a year when i was uh, searching and looking things what, what's going to happen I've working on my own workshop and then suddenly at the end of 2020 I got the phone call from Japan and uh, they asked me if I would like to be the team principal of the Cafe Racing World Rally Team um, in that moment you know I, I was thinking for 30 seconds because then I knew that then my driving career is really over but on the other hand uh, you won't get similar uh, opportunity ever back in your life if you say no now so then i said yes and that's that's where all the track after that that's the that's the track where we are now going on i mean obviously you 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 were moving into a already a well-established team a, a well-oiled machine in some ways but um i i guess your long career in in the wrc probably prepared you quite well for this you had the experience to move into the role yeah, um, basically my role is what is important is to um, try to keep up the team spirit and uh, and also try to be the support for the driver. So how I've been work trying to work is is I try to be there for the drivers. How I would have wanted to to be supported uh, back when I was a driver. What I needed, I try to think as a driver. You know what you need. Um, to feel comfortable when you go in the car and, and my, really my target is that I could see that the guys are smiling when they jump in the car that they feel relaxed and they are in a good mood now uh, we'll we'll come to uh, recent events in a minute but um, how how does it compare when you see one of your drivers winning a world championship rally how would you compare that feeling to when you won a world championship rally yourself I must say that in the last couple of years uh, in the, actually in the very last two years the, the, it has even the sport has been changed. Um, when I was when I was driving, um, yeah, you did uh, you did quite a lot of work. You had to do a lot of work for to, to get the victory and uh, think about many many aspects and uh, uh, keep the focus. But I I just feel these days that even the drivers are working even harder than 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 a couple of years ago. They watch all the time, the, all the all the free time they use, like at the at the service. They watch the stages and they watch the onboards, and they it's like continuous um, analysis where they try to analyze what they could do better. So the competition is, I feel, it's getting harder and and and, and harder. So the work, what they the input, what they bought is even higher now to to win a world championship uh, rally. 
And I mean, you're, you're in a, a kind of unique position, I guess, to, to see the transition as well. I mean, it's something we've talked about with, uh, well, obviously, Callie's amazing development over the last year or so, which you've been part of. But it must be quite interesting for you to to see, you know, the former master, to see uh, Seb Auger almost hand over to Callie, who's, who's, who's coming in as a, an incredible driver at the minute. But, but to see the polished uh, former world champion handing over to the future world champion, if you like. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's been. Uh, let's say we knew that the Kale is the he's, he's a rising star, and um, we knew that he's he's gonna be uh, you know really probably the future champion. But like uh, still the last year, we we thought you know he needs experience and and uh, he's not. I honestly I can tell you that I said that Kale is not ready for 2022. So we thought that okay, this is maybe the maybe the year that he will be you know developing and getting the experience. So we, I thought myself maybe that you know now it's handing more towards the Ogier is handing the keys to the to the Elvin Evans. Elvin unfortunately had had a very uh, tough uh, beginning of the season, and and suddenly Carl uh, found uh, incredible confidence, the flow. Uh, for the driving and and yeah, he has been condemning the path what uh, what Oshie was doing. Yeah, and 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 like you said, um, an amazing development really in the the last few months for Kelly. I mean, uh, obviously he is a, a young guy. He, he's coming into the sport very young, just as as you did. But as you said, it's a it's a very different sport now. And and um, it, you were just talking about how much work goes on behind the scenes. You have to be incredibly professional now to to achieve the success he is doing. Yes, indeed. But in one way, I think it's also a bit easier that uh, back in the day when I came in the championship, uh, you 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 have some onboards, but you didn't you couldn't watch every stage, you couldn't analyze, and you couldn't look the cuts and uh, what the guys were taking, how how late they were breaking, how they were taking the lines. You know, this this was not existing until 2014 when this uh, onboard started to come, and then since 2017 the the WRC life. That in one way, that has made it help, uh, you know, easier for younger drivers to come in. That it makes it quicker because of these videos. But on the other hand, they have to work really hard, and and you need you need even you know these days even more these analyses and and work and watch these onboards. It's just a matter of, I would say sort of memorizing the stages. For sure, you have a core driver, you, he reads the notes, but it's just, it's the fact is this, that when you can visualize the stage in your head, even though you have a notes, but you can visualize, you can still attack more and you can, you can go closer to, to, to the optimum performance. Almost, almost gone full circle from the days when uh, when people used to practice the stages and could memorize it from from practicing, you know, twenty years ago. Yes, correct. Um, now, one event that um, you, you're a big rally fan, you love the history of the sport, and one event that you never got to uh, to compete on was a was a WRC Safari. And um, I mean, firstly, you know, what are your thoughts on on a Safari being back in the World Rally Championship? Yeah, it's actually I must say that a little bit. Um, uh, it's a shame that I couldn't do the safari ever because I I really wanted to do it. My father did it two thousand and one uh, with a group and Mitsubishi. He finished actually eleventh overall, um, 
And 2002, I started my rally carry, which was the last uh, last year of the safari until it came back in the championship 2021. So I was just in an era when, when safari wasn't there. So, of course, I was slightly disappointed I couldn't do it as a driver. But um, it's been really nice to see, you know, the spirit of the safari. I've been able to experience it myself now for, uh, with the team as a team principal. So I've seen the stages, uh, I've seen the environment, I know the, how the conditions are over there. Because it's, a, it's, it's an event which you don't think as, uh, you know, driving flat out. It's not the performance, it's more about thinking about being smart, uh, a bit calculating, listening to the car. It, it's, it's, it is an adventure, it is different than in the 90s, but it has that the same spirit, the same way you have to approach this event if you want to win it. And and not only did you win it as a team, you, uh, as, as you've mentioned a couple of times in interviews, I've heard you say you, you uh, replicated the result from uh, 1993 when, uh, when Toyota had a 1-2-3-4. But I mean, in those days, it... it you know, there wasn't an awful lot of competition for Toyota, but I mean, today, that to get a one, two, three, four with the level of competition you have, it's just an incredible result. Yes, I mean, if you look the the starting list with the, with the drivers, uh, what you what you have, the competition is so so tight these days. You know, in back in the nineties, you know, you were fighting for the seconds, uh, and and sometimes even you know uh, minutes. But these days you are fighting for the tens of the seconds. So incre- that's why it's so incredible, uh, incredibly difficult to get this one, two, three, four. And I think it's in, in other events than Safari, it would be almost Im- impossible. But that's an event where, where you, you have to have an approach different. Um, drivers need to be smart, cars need to be strong. And, and I think this combination was, was working for us. And uh, what uh, what do you put it down to? Because obviously Hyundai and M Sport Ford wanted to win this rally just as much as you did. So where was your advantage? Why were you so good on this rally? I think it just uh, how we had prepared for the uh, for the rally. I mean, we did uh, quite a quite a lot of testing, um, and also still like during the. During the um, after the shakedown and during the event, we were trying to react on things. We saw things on the shakedown that, that were not absolutely perfect. We that we have some some little issues, and immediately after that, we we tried to react. Also, like during the event on on on, on Friday, we noticed some little things which are not not correct. So it, I think it was this where the engineers the, the process what they had made, which they followed. Uh, is that all the time try to react and and not to react when it's too late. And I think this was the key to, to, for the success. And also good to see you had uh, an old friend, Glenn, Ed- Glenn Edmonds, on board with the team. I'm sure there's a little bit of conversation about Evo 3s there as well. <laughs> yeah, he was. He has, uh, Glenn is, uh, has a, back, a nice history with the Mitsubishi's and um, actually... Uh, my company back at home, I've been building Mitsubishi and I actually bought some parts from, from Glenn. So yes, we have a uh, quite a good, uh, communication about the, the history of, uh, of, of Mitsubishi and then also thanks to Glenn, he has good, good experience and good knowledge of the event. So he was, he was helping us, um, as a team. And of course, Glenn competed on the Classic Safari this year. So I think there's a future there for you, Yari Matti. I think we need to see you on the Classic Safari in the future. 
Uh, yes, we, we spoke about it. I got the videos. He was, uh, Glenn showed me the videos. He was running the Skodas and he invited me to, to be part of that. So, yes, I'm keeping that in my mind, but, uh, I don't have a car, uh, because when I, if I drive, it needs to be Toyota and it's, uh, I need to find a car which is competitive. I'm sure we could find you a car, Yari Matti. I'm sure somebody out there to get Yari Matti Latvala on a safari rally, there's got to be a Salika with your name on, surely. <laughs> that would be very, very nice if, uh, if that would be, you know, working one, one day out. This is John Desborough, the WRC commentator, sometimes co-host of this fabulous podcast and author of the WRC thriller Breaking Point and its sequel, Heat Soak. And that's why I'm here. That sequel thriller is available on eBay and now at a new reduced price. Gotta love a bargain. Keep on listening. And if you can't find Heat Soak on the web, reach me with a direct message on Facebook. Enjoy. Welcome back to the next section of Absolute Rally. Uh, can I ask it? Um, uh, obviously, we if just listening to obviously Ryan and yourself there. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, the, the, the current cars, just coming back up to date a little bit, the current Rally 1 cars, you you will have drove on, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Is that correct? Um, I have tested the Rally, you know, the Rally 1 car. Uh, I have had a little test with it, but uh, not not. Probably, but I have an experience. I have a bit of a feeling with it, how the car is. But how, you know, because you started so young, and of course we, we talked about that, you, you know, you, you, you've effectively more or less gone through the, the whole evolution of World Rally cars. Just how different is it with the hybrid system? Um, I, 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 yeah, I must be honestly saying that I'm lucky that I've been able to drive so many different World Rally cars from the many different eras. Um, but what is the difference with the, with the hybrid is that um, the, uh, the boost what you what you get it you which you you get it you have already 400 brake horsepower but you know when you go on the acceleration uh, suddenly you feel it on uh, you know after charging when it's releasing the power you feel it back at your you know on on your seat you really feel like uh, you would be in an Audi Quattro with uh, with a big turbo and when you get on the on the right area of the turbo you know it really gives you the kick and this kind of feeling you you really get it with the car that uh, and it's a, it's a it's a fascinating uh, feeling to get it uh, always when you are uh, accelerating and you get this sort of kick uh, to your back it's it, it, it's it's something which obviously there's only a handful of people who have been lucky enough to to to, to experience it. And just just another thing that that cropped up while I was listening, to, obviously to Ryan and yourself, the the, the role that you're in now, um, are you already aware or as as a team, are you already looking for the next Calais as an example? You know, what is is there a recruitment? kind of policy where you are aware of other drivers or does that not really come under the radar at the moment because you've got you know obviously you've got Cali there for for quite some time obviously you've got other drivers as well but you know are you aware of younger drivers does 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 the team keep an eye on younger drivers at all well Duda has actually a, a like um a young driver education uh plan um it's been we have been doing it for Takamoto Katsuta who is running on the second team uh call it next generation um Daka has done a really good evolution and Daka is of course uh, one of the drivers we would like to see in in a works team in the future uh, and 
And on top of that, we have uh, restarted uh, another young uh, driver training program, which is for the young Japanese drivers. There's three young young uh, boys who came to Finland and really have started the, the program. Uh, where they, <clears throat> we are educating and, and then finally trying to choose one of, one of those three guys to get to the levels, uh, we'll, we'll go forward with, uh, uh, and try to bring them in a world rider championship in a, in a top level. Is that, is, are these processes something that you personally enjoy? Because, you know, you, you, you have been, as Ryan correctly pointed out, you know, from, we, we've known, well, we feel like we've known you since, obviously since, you were a small boy, you were 17 years old. You know, I, I remember you with Pensy. You know, mm-hmm. you and I spoke about this. I was with Pensy around the same time as when you came over with Miko. Um, and so I feel like you've been around forever in, in my head. And uh, certainly in rallying terms, you've been around forever. Um, do you feel like you've been around forever now? So that allows you to, 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 you know, cause it's difficult, I suppose, for, for, with, with the, the lacks of, uh, Seb Ogier and, and, and people like that. Cause obviously the age difference isn't massive, but when you've got younger drivers, is that, is that something you personally enjoy? Because you've, you've, you've kind of had all those experiences of driver coaching and, and different people working with notes and things like that. Do you feel like you've got an education to give? Um, I, I think, uh, first of all, I must say that it's, it's a great, great thing that there is like somebody, uh, Taking the care of the younger, younger generation drivers because these days the world rally cars are really, you know, they are fantastic, but also expensive machinery. And as we know, you know, the rallying is, is, is an expensive sport and you need, you need somebody to really do, to back you up. Uh, is it the sponsor or the manager? Um, but that's what I, what I see is, uh, is a really, really great thing that Toyota is, is investing money and, and giving the opportunity for the young drivers. As myself, I was back in the day, uh, getting this opportunity by my manager, Timo Yoki, who, who sent me to the rally school of Penti Aerical and uh, working with the Penti and, and getting this, uh, help, uh, from the, from the experienced guys. Uh, and, and I, of course, myself, I want to share this. I have got this help myself. So I see it also very important that, uh, we we could help these young young boys and uh, get them to the to the top. Now you, you just mentioned cost there, and obviously we've got this incredible technology in the Rally One cars now, but at a huge cost. Does does the expense of these current cars worry you as a team boss? Mm, let's say this way that uh, yeah, I mean the price levels of the World Rally cars. Um, they're very different than 20 years ago. Uh, 20 years ago, we could have a lot of privateers. When I started um, Wales Rally GP uh, 2002, my number was 46. I was with the Group A Mitsubishi, but I wasn't World Rally car. But all the cars in the front of me were World Rally cars. And there were about 34, 35 World Rally cars. And 34 World Rally cars, uh, because Valentino Rossi was starting for number 46 behind me. So there's about 40, 35 World Rally cars. Um, and obviously, <clears throat> maybe half of them were the works cars and half of them were privateers. Um, so this is a little bit worrying thing is that we don't have, we can't have it really privateers with these World Rally cars. Um, okay, what has changed is that the WRC2 class is, uh, is really, really good. For the uh, for the for the privateers, 
and and that is like uh, also the place where you can show your potential and uh, then lift up the world rally cars, but uh, or, or rally one car. Um, so let's say this way that we have reached the for me the top where we we shouldn't get the cars shouldn't get any more expensive. If anything, their prices should get lower. Uh, I think that's important. But at the same time, I must say that these rally one cars are very safe. So. The safety is uh, in a really high level. That has gone so much forward over the over the decades. So this this is really nice to see. But of course, also the making cars safer is 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 getting you know more expensive. Now we we're starting to see. Um Toyota's popping up in national rallying. Uh, by the way, both both Tony and myself have GR road cars, and and I, and I I blame you personally, <laughs> Yari Matti, because I saw you with the car in Goodwood, whatever it was, three years ago or something, and so I, I blame you for me buying one. I'm not sure what Tony's excuse was, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I blame you, Ryan. I blame you. Um, but uh, it's you know it's fantastic to see that the brand is 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 transferring the 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 kind of technology. And what I mean is actually bringing it to the market as well. Because certainly in the UK, you know, we saw the likes of of Citroen dominate the World Rally Championship, but we never really saw any connection to uh, to what went on on the street. So that must be nice to see as well that, that you know the brand actually really gaining success in the marketplace from its rallying acti- acti- activities. Yes. <clears throat> I mean, in the 90s, if we go back in the 90s, you know, you have Mitsubishi, you have the Super, you had a Ford. You would always have a road car, you have a Mitsubishi Lancer, you had a Super road car, four-wheel drive, turbo car, which was basically the the car where the, uh, where the world rally car was then built, or the Group A car. And then we came in the in the in the years, like you mentioned, that uh, the great domination uh, in some point was with uh, with Citroen, but you didn't have a road car based on that uh, on that world rally car. And this is the link. What I what I really see is a very strong point now is that with the Toyota seeing that you know making also the the road car from the experience from the World Rally Championship, making this sort of four-wheel drive um, turbo car uh, for the street, um, and which is really nice to to drive on the street or even build for the rally car on on national level. Um, for me, this is the the approach uh, which I see uh, really a fantastic way what Toyota is thinking, getting that experience at the World Rally Championship. And transferring for the for the mass production and giving that opportunity to the people to experience uh, with the cars how it would be driving a rally car. Now the the, the next obvious uh, question to that, then we're starting to see a few one make championships pop up for the the GR around Europe, largely led by the the importers. We've got Portugal and Spain and Italy and such like. Great to see that. Um, are we are we going to finally see a, a little bit of a ladder through the sport from Toyota, starting with that and and hopefully with you know Rally Rally Three and Rally Two cars that have that have been much talked about. Uh, we are really much thinking about it because we have a we have a really good uh, concept. Uh, we have a car which we we could really build uh, rally two, rally three, and we are at the moment we are very much investigating and 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 doing the research. So I hope to see that happening in the near future. But at the, this moment, we haven't done any 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 decision uh, to go really on the on the customer side but uh, like i said um, we are we're living in interesting moments at the more you know that we are 
currently currently really doing a good research, uh, research and uh, uh, we thinking about it very 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 seriously to to build a you know customer car like Rally Two Rally Three, but um, like I said, no decision yet. It sounds exciting, but if we can get back to what Yari Matti is going to be driving next, when are you back out Yari Matti, and what's it going to be in? Well, um, I have this my Toyota Celica ST 165. I did one Finnish Championship rally there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, unfortunately, I suffered some problems, so it wasn't the, the really the best rally. But uh, but I'm thinking about the European Historic Championship. There would be uh, Rally Asturias. Uh, in Spain on on September, that one would be one interesting. And then there's a lot the historic, which is also a European Championship for the historics on 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 August. So these are the two events which would, would fit on my my calendar. Is is you all going to be sat alongside you? Is that is that partnership continuing? Yeah, Mr. Hanninen is uh, he's, uh, he's a good co-driver <laughs> because he's also driver uh, educator at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Listen, Yari Matti, we really appreciate your time and, and, and taking up some of your uh, day off that you've took to be doing some of your own tinkering in your own workshop. So we won't keep you any longer. I, I thank you so much for your time. No, it's been a pleasure to, to be part of this. So uh, anytime. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yari Matti Lafala, thank you so much for joining us on Absolute Rally. Folks, that has been Absolute Rally for this week. We'll be back same time, same place in the podcast hall next week. Absolute Rally. Absolute Rally. Spread the word and download the podcast every week.